It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? You Look, came from behind, victory tonight, second preseason game, 2-0, big win for the Wizards. But we were led not by Jordan Poole or Kyle Kuzma, but underdogs like Eugene from Eugene. We're going to talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On. To get started, the Wiz Kids tonight came from behind for the become 2 0 in the preseason, beating the Charlotte Hornets 98 to 92. So, we're going to break down the, the good, the bad, and the ugly tonight. And then, of course, at the end, we're going to chop it up with you guys to celebrate this second straight dub in the preseason. So, Ed, looking at this game, uh, we we led 2 0, and then the Hornets kind of took possession, but there was some ugliness to this game. It was a good win, but you know what kind of concerns you with this um with this performance tonight from the Wiz kids? Um, just just the, really the front court. Uh, Nick Richards had had his way. Mark Williams had his way. Lamelo Ball got to the paint. Uh, just the front court depth and just physicality. We we really got out rebounded pretty badly. Sixty six to forty eight. We got dominated on the boards. A lot of offensive rebounds given up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of points in the paint given up as well. We uh, lost a point in the paint points in the paint battle. Fifty two to forty two. Uh, but that was a concern we talked about all summer. Um, without Gaff or even with Gaff, uh, you know, he just he, – he's more of a kind of like a lean – he's a lean big, a finesse big, just a lob. He's more of a lob threat, uh, a guy who catches lobs, easy layups and stuff like that. And on defense, you know, you know he, 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 he does play with physicality at times, but there are times where other bigs can push him around a little bit and he can give up a lot of points. Uh, last year we saw that. Him and Porzingis gave up a lot of points to other bigs and – and uh, just looking at Nick Richards, let me put up the numbers for these for those guys. Nick Richards and Mark Williams. Mark Williams had a couple of nasty dunks. Mark Williams had nine and eleven in twenty four minutes. He easily could have had a double double uh, if he would have played like about thirty minutes. Nick Richards had nine points and twelve boards. They both basically almost had yeah. double doubles. So that's yeah. that's concerning. Uh, Mascala, uh, you know, and, and and Gallo, they played together <laughs> at one point. They're both, you know, they're not the the fastest guys out there. They're not the fleetest of foot out there as well. So just them just seeing envisioning them going and these are Mark Williams and Nick Richards are are more mid-tier bigs. They're not in the same class yeah. as some of the more all-star or talented bigs that we're going to play against like Embiid, Jokic, yep. um Gobert and uh, Anthony Davis. I keep bringing up those guys names uh, over and over cuz yeah, the the big man spot it really is a concern. 
And uh, it, it definitely was a challenge. The rebound, it was – P.J. Washington had 11 and 10. Like, yeah, three guys almost had double-doubles off of rebounding against us tonight. So, it, it, it certainly is a concern coming up. And three-point shooting was pretty bad. The Hornets struggled to shoot the ball as well. Uh, so, both teams uh, struggled shooting the ball from three point from the three-point land. Uh, but th- those were the biggest concerns to me tonight. Yeah, the, the paint was an issue, man. You know, out-rebounded. By that wide margin, said a lot, man. Um, and I know you, you highlight. I was about to say, I'm looking at comments now, and you know, we talked about Kai Jones. <laughs> hey, man, we need depth at the center position, man. I think they got to consider it. You need. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, but yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I feel you, man. But I think that you got to do something at center mm-hmm. position because Gallo ain't it, man. He ain't it. Muscala ain't it. Um, <laughs> I mean, we just. In the paint, they destroyed us. They, they. I mean, you had guys like Terry Rosario in there getting rebounds. Right, yeah, he was over Gaff. Man, look, yeah, look. It, let's get on Gaff real quick, um, because I know I've seen some comments about him on TikTok. I ain't gonna get on that real quick, but I'm gonna say this about Gaff, man. I mean, as a starter, he. I mean, it's kind of scary looking at him starting too. Because can you? We we asked this question all offseason. Can we rely on Gaff to consistently pay uh, play 25 minutes a game? I just don't see it, man. You know, he's out-rebounded by guards. Um, he's not showing the energy on the defensive end. You know, it's just – I don't know, man. The center position is, is is a concern. You know, Gaff going all the way back. I like Gaff, man. I th- I definitely think he has a place in his organization. But is he the starter going forward, man? I i don't know. Gallo ain't in at the five. Mescala ain't in. We got to we gotta make a move. Um, but looking at, you know, let's start with the good. Um, obviously, you know, Bilal. I'm going to start with Bilal. Bilal looked good tonight, man. Three-point shot, which is something that we said he needed to work on. Brother man, had, he shot two for three, and they were fluid. I mean, a mid-range shot in the first quarter was nice. I mean, defensively, good God. I mean, four steals, one block, again, a, a good showing. What did we say last time? Hey, let's see what he does against the NBA team. He did it. And look, the Charlotte Hornets are very similar. They got a you know, fast team that's very young. The metal did his thing. And we're going to talk about tires in a minute, but Bilal looked good. Kuz shot 50%, but he did um, for the field, but did shoot. One for six for three, six turnovers. Now, we know with Kuz and with uh, Jordan Poole, high, you know, efficiency is always kind of an issue. They're going to get the shots up. You know, when they, when it's going in, they have big nights. When it's not, you know, you're going to see, you know, as far as your play styles, you're going to see nights like this from Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. You know, like I said, 19 points, he led all scores, Kyle Kuzma did. But six turnovers, I think that was kind of an issue. Uh, Jordan Poole had a slow night, 11 points, two for 12 for the field, two for eight from three. So he had an off-shoot night. One the only one. We're going to talk about the bench a little bit, but Tyus, point guard. Um, I'm looking for a better show next time. You know, the metal ball was cooking him. You know, faster guards. You got younger guards in this league, man. If he wants to be that starter, he's got to hang with these guys. He's got to he's got to throw some energy. He's got to be to be able to hang with the metal balls. Because look, he's he, shoot. That's a divisional opponent. We're going to see the Hornets a lot. We got to be able to we got we got to be able to guard the metal man. Um, Terry Rosario was doing his thing. So the starting unit had an off night. You know, Bilal had showings. He looked good. Um, Gaff, again, six points, five rebounds but in three blocks. But he's oh, – man, I, I hate to say this, man. I just don't – I don't know if he's it as starting point guard. Or not point guard, Lord, a center. And – um, but the thing is, with this being a rebuild, he's probably going to be the guy this year. But we need depth. I don't know if it's Kai Jones. I don't know if we need to go out and get a Bismarck Biombo. Something We need to do something, man, because Gallo ain't it. I mean, I, I get a rebuild. I get – you know, small ball fives, but I also don't want to get embarrassed. And you, you put Gallo up against Embiid, man. It's 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be hard to watch. I mean, we got to do something. We need to. And I see the comments on my, <laughs> my shaves. So we're going to talk uh, about that. But, um, yeah, man, it's overall the, the, the starting unit. They had an off night. Now, looking at the bench real quick, E, it wasn't much better. You know, Corey Kispert had a really bad night tonight. Nine points, shooting three from 14 from the field and two from 10 from three. So he had an off shooting night, but I can't complain too much. We got the dub. This was one of those ugly high-energy wins, right? Very ugly shooting. I mean, I think both teams shot around 20% for three. So it was an ugly shooting night for both teams. But when you look at people like Eugene Amarui, man, I mean, the energy. I mean, th these guys who are fighting for spots, <laughs> these last spots in the rotation, they look good tonight. These guys are probably going to start out with a go-go. They really pushed that push in the fourth quarter to get this win. So I like to see that. You know, it's an ugly win, but to see this team fight and have energy on the defensive end, they're what, they did have defensive energy. So I was impressed by that, man. So, yeah, ugly win, but I love the energy and I love the fight. Yeah, Blau, he looked really good. I love the block of McGowan's. Uh, uh, that was a nasty sports center, possibly sports center top 10 block when McGowan tried to dunk on him. Then he got on the floor. He dove for a steal. I want to say that was on Lamella ball. That led to a fast break to an end one. Uh, so he made some defensive plays that led to buckets. And if he can do stuff like that, just deflections and just be a pest and be annoying on yeah. defense, uh, he certainly will get at least 20 minutes per game for sure. He played 28 tonight. Uh, is he going to start? I mean, that's that's a different conversa conversation. I think he will start at some point this season for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I love what he did defensively. Four steals, stat sheet stuffer, five boards, uh, one block, 12 points. He looked fluid offensively. And that's what I said before we uh, before the game uh, last night in the preview that I wanted to see uh, him get some offensive play call for him, calling yeah. for him or some calls play. And I think Wes made that a point for him to get the ball at the top of the key, you know, take a couple of dribbles here and there, make some decisions whether he's going to pass or get to the basket or pull up. He pulled it for a jumper, knocked down two threes, the shot. You know, it's still a little slow, but it looked good. It looked fluid. I like the yeah. confidence. He didn't hesitate. He didn't think too much. You know, with Johnny last year, Johnny stopped doing this now. He stopped thinking too much. But Bilal is just letting it fly. And that's one thing I love. He's he's out there. He's he's a rookie. He's not thinking too much because what we saw with Johnny last year, yeah. he was just hesitating and thinking too much. So that's one thing I love Bilal is his, is his confidence right now. Uh, in the offensive game, uh, I like defensively, I have no questions. Offensively, I think. You know, defensively, he's further ahead than what he is offensively. But offensively, yeah. he, he looked pretty smooth and fluid tonight. So I, really, I was really happy to see that. Uh, Kuz was very aggressive, getting to the basket early and often in the first half. Had double digits in the first quarter. He looked good. Jordan Poole was a little up and down, like you said. 11 points. Uh, yeah, he, he did struggle tonight. I think he needs to stop settling for threes. He shot eight threes. He's going to shoot a lot of threes. Yeah. And uh, also, like you said, he, he's going to have some off nights. He's going to struggle. Not every night he's going to put up 30 to 40 points. There's going to be some nights where he is going to struggle. Have some off nights tonight was one of those night one of those nights, but I do want to see him get to the basket more. I think he's capable of getting to the free throw line a little bit more than what he did. He shot six free throws, which is pretty good, but uh, I think he's still capable of getting to the paint, and getting to the line. Uh, Tyus, yes, this was a game for him to forget and uh, certainly improve on. Over five, over two from the three point line. This was kind of like a uh, I hate to bring up Monte again, but this is he had seven boards, two assists, did some other things, but you know he didn't really get he didn't put pressure on the defense, didn't get to the paint, yeah. and he did struggle defensively against Lamelo Ball. As well, so this was this was definitely a uh, a game for Tyus to look back on and improve because uh, yeah he he just looked like a kind of like a, a like a backup point guard tonight for sure. So, um, but yeah, the starters got outplayed, they got outclassed, and they were a little overmatched at times. The Hornets started off fourteen to four, so 
Uh, and then Kisper, I guess we can talk about him a little bit later. He uh, three for 14, two for 10 from the three. This is this, for the preseason is for you to improve, but uh, he's supposed to be, you know, three point specialist and he, he definitely struggled from three point line. Did have a nice and one, but uh, yeah, he, he struggled tonight for sure. And then Eugene piggybacking off of what you said as well. Uh, Eugene looked good again. He he has been a gem. He's been a star of the preseason. Will this continue into the regular season? Who knows? We'll see. But uh, he he looks darn good, man. He he looks like a tight end out there, a fullback playing playing basketball. But man, he uh he made some impact again. Where he's getting fast breaks, he just has a knack for getting steals and finishing around the rim. So I like what he saw. Rollins got to give a shout out to him before we move on. And then Jared Butler looked good too. Oh, absolutely. We're definitely going to talk about Rollins real quick after the break, man. And we're definitely going to talk about Kisper real quick because, like you said, you know, being a shooter, you know, he's got to, you know, if the shot's not dropping, you've got to be able to contribute in other ways. So we're going to talk about those things next. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 off and bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on action than right now the app is easy to use there's a wide range of betting options including spreads player props over and unders and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season FanDuel, the official partner of the national football league this is jake from locked on locked on has teamed up with state farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in nba history After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Avi Dares, tomorrow on the show, or rather, um, Sunday, we are going to talk about Denny, Kispert, and Bilal, and who is the best fit at Small Ford? going forward this season so definitely tune in for that so um kind of going back to like you said uh kisper you know being a shooter shot one dropping <laughs> yeah i saw that oh um, <laughs> yeah for those of you who are listening on the podcast side you know we're on we're on youtube going live of course and uh brandon just got he shaved his face so yeah he, uh he he uh he shaved his face so he's bald face no beard right now guru strong said brandon got that american dad chin hey i inherited that german chin from my mom man so <laughs> that's how it rolls you know so man that's funny stuff and, but and I- shout out to the chat we got 77 people in here watching for a preseason game we're, we're talking about pre not a game not a game we're talking about preseason so shout out <laughs> to you guys in the chat absolutely appreciate you guys man definitely appreciate you guys so i mean like you said e uh kispert I'm going to kind of nitpick a little bit with a couple guys, man. Uh, Kispert, when your shot's not dropping, you've got to contribute in other ways, man. I mean, I don't want no Duncan Robinson. We need a guy who, you know, if your shot's not dropping, you got to be able to keep cutting, keep moving out the ball. Um, 
like you said with Tyus, man, um, same thing. You know, you got two assists. I mean, if you if the shot's not dropping, I get that. You've got to be able to still be that guy, still drive, still try to draw fouls, still be active. You know, the, for him to be 0-5, cool. And he got two blocks. But one point, two assists, I mean, he was non-existent. And here's the thing. You want to be that starting point guard, man. you got to be able – I'm not saying every night you're going to light it up, but you've got to be able to contribute in other ways. And that's why I'm kind of looking at him and Kispert. Um, they got to contribute. Like I said, you know, Jordan Poole, Koost, they're shooters. You know, you definitely saw the attempts. And so you're going to have nights like that. You just got to expect it. Look, you got to strap in, put your seatbelt on, because that's how a lot of games are going to go this year, man. You know, you're going to see highlight games or you're going to see bad shooting nights. Just what it is. So, um, yeah, excuse me. Overall, man, I'm going to say it, it was an ugly win, but I love the fight. Because years pass, um, usually when we're down, you kind of see they're all you're down and out. You know, you pretty much call it by the fourth quarter. No, I mean, they have a real new identity with this team, man. You know, the fight and the fact that, you know, I mean, Eugene, I mean, you got Jamin Davis in the Wizards uniform out there putting in that work. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I mean, guys fighting for a roster spot, man. That's what I love. They're coming in and they're putting good minutes and they're trying to earn that spot. That's the type of people I want on my team. You know, nobody who just okay with just having that spot already. This is preseason, but don't get it twisted. Everybody on here is fighting for a spot. Especially because it's a rebuilding team. It's year one. You're fighting to be a part of this organization long term. So, you know, nobody's here and nobody's position is concrete. You know, Tyus, he's got to earn that spot, in my opinion. You know, everybody said, you know, Jordan Poole, got to earn that spot. You know, could he be a point guard? Is he the two guard? You know, a lot of people are fighting for spots, especially when Denny comes back. You know, you're going to see him and Bilal fighting for that small forward because, look, with Denny being out with his injury, and I know that he's probably going to play the next game. Look, Bilal, he's making it interesting a little bit. You know, his play style – we both said that the biggest thing we're looking for him was his offense, two from three from three, and, he, and his shot is fluid. Make that release faster, and we're definitely cooking. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm very impressed with Bilal, man. And Corey Kispert, you know, another showing like this in the preseason, he might have found himself to the bench, and it could be a two-man competition at the small forward between Bilal and Denny, in my opinion. So ugly win again, E, but <laughs> I'll take the dub, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Shamit hasn't played, so I, I don't think Shamit's going to start anyway. But uh, Corey, he, he just had an off night, of course. You know, he had a great shooting season last year, so I, I do think he will bounce back. Yeah. Uh, Eugene has looked really good. I do want to get some credit to Jared Butler. Eight minutes, two for two from the field, two for two from the free throw line. They hit a three. They were down by 10 yeah. in the fourth with about eight minutes to go. It wasn't a lot of time left, and they just surged back. Him and Ryan Rollins. Ryan Rollins put on a defensive clinic as well. He had a couple deflections. I want to see how many steals that Rollins have tonight. Uh, Rollins had zero steals. It felt like he had a bunch, though. Eugene had two. And yeah. uh, Jarrett Butler, he didn't have any steals either. But he uh, he was a plus 16. Johnny was a plus 13. Johnny had a na- nasty dunk on JT Thor. I got to give him credit yeah. for that, too. That was a nice back door, and he rose yeah. up and dunked. I was very. I actually uh, got up a little bit uh, when, when that happened. I was I was very, uh, very excited about that. That was That was a nice play by him. Uh, one for two from three point line. So Johnny, he uh, I thought he I thought he was fine tonight. And um, just looking at some of the bench too, Xavier Cooks didn't play. You know, so he played last night. You talked about ro- we t- we're talking about roster spots. I think that's kind of telling Xavier Cooks is not going to make the roster. Anthony Gill injured. I think that kind of hurts his chances for making the roster. Todd Gibson didn't play, but I think he's gonna he's gonna make the roster. And uh, Michael F- Foster Jr. didn't get a chance to play tonight. He he'll probably be on a G League team. And uh, Jules Bernard did not play either. He'll he'll probably he'll, he'll most likely be on the G League team. But yeah, Bilal, man, he he looked good. He looked good. I want to see more and uh, p- 
Pool and Kuz, yes, they're gonna have some some good shooting nights, and then they're gonna have some some rough nights because Kuz Kuz was up and down last year too. There were some games where he would go one for eight from the three, and then there, he would come out and go six for ten from the three the next game. So uh, we're we're we just gotta be ready for that. Yeah, I didn't say enough about Johnny, man. Um, Johnny on the defensive end showed energy too. He did. I mean, he did. I meant to say this. I mean, he looked good too. And I, you know, I've been a big critic on his little leg thing going on with three point shot, but that one shot he hit that three pointer, man. I didn't see it. You know, he, he, he the, the release was fluid. I mean, I was I was happy I got out for this three point shot with Johnny, man. So, I mean, the young guys they showed out, man. Um, it was just really the vets who struggled. And like I said, I'm kind of gonna reiterate this point real quick before we uh, move on is that there's no roster spot that's secure look you're you're fighting for a part of this organization going forward so you got to contribute in other ways you know kisper he's got to keep the energy up man you know when the shot's not dropping he's sometimes he gets too dependent on that three-point shot you know when the shot's not dropping he just sits out no you got to get back to cutting you know so no like you know like we keep saying you know ugly win but it was a good win because this is a fight you know, but you got you got to play teams like this hard, especially the Hornets, because it's a divisional team. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to we're going to see them a lot this year, so we've got to be able to fight. You know, we got to be able to play tough against these teams, man, because these are the teams that are, you know we have aspirations for playing. This is the, one of those teams that are going to be in our way because I think we're we're could maybe challenge around a plan, um, because I think we're too good to be one of the worst teams in the league. But you know, you're going to have nights like this and. I think the biggest thing that impressed me overall, E, was that other people picked up the slack. You know, when the shots aren't dropping, a lot of these underdog players came up and they won this game. To me, the game ball goes to Eugene, in my opinion, because just the energy. You know, the energy that he showed and then other young guys that we mentioned already, that that energy in the fourth quarter won this game. And to me, yeah, he definitely earned a place on this roster, man. Just the energy I've seen overall, so. Yeah, we can go ahead and move on to comments. We got a lot of good comments. Right now, we have 87 people in the chat, so definitely appreciate everybody chopping in with us tonight. Uh, we're going to start it off strong. Israeli Phantom, um, he says, hey, guys, love from Israel. Hope all is well. I heard Bilal is doing amazing, but the rest of the team, especially Gafford, Gallinari, Davis, and Kispert have been really bad. Um, first of all, shout out to Israeli Phantom. Hope all is well, my brother. Um, yeah, Kispert has been a little inconsistent uh but johnny davis he is taking a slight step up man you know you see a new a renewed energy with him uh gallinari the speed is going to come along you definitely see um he's still a little slow coming off of the acl injury and gaff you know (laughs) all jokes aside about tiktok you know gaff's gotta he's gotta really zero in on this game man because you know he's i believe this is year 1e of the extension and look the extension will tell you that don't mean you're gonna be here forever. Look, if you if you look, that salary is low enough to where they can move you. You know, we want to see some effort. I mean, you you have not made it yet, man. You know, I like Gaff, but he's gotta he's gotta put some time in this game, man. Because you know, Mark Williams and Nick Nick Richards did whatever they wanted in the paint. And as a starting center, the painting is your place. <laughs> you gotta shut that down, man. So to be able, you know, for those two centers to come in and do whatever they want, whoa. You know, you you get beat up in DC, man. You you get some other centers up in here that are also leverage centers, man. It's gonna it's gonna be hard to watch. So he's got to up his game a little bit. Yeah, uh, to answer Israeli fandom's question uh, or statement, uh, shout out to him. You know, I, I, I uh, we we haven't seen him in the chat in a while, so so you know, shout out to him for being back in the chat for sure. 
Uh, Johnny Davis, yeah, he hasn't been really bad at all. I thought I think he's 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 had some good moments. Has he been perfect? No, of course. But uh, I like the way he's moved without the ball. I like what he's done defensively. I think he's he's more confident. He's not overthinking too much. He's not hesitating too much. Uh, he's still, you know, he's not getting separation against guys. The first game, it, it was just, you know, he had a lot of easy baskets. I mean, we were playing against like a, a Division three type team, honestly, the uh, Cairns. So it, it's not a lot of stock to take to take in that game. But I thought he looked, I thought he looked really good in that first game. Uh, Gafford, he, you know, he's just he he is who he, who we expected to be. I think he's a, I think he's a good big, but he's just more of a backup big. You know, him and just the physicality against other guys. You know, he just yeah. gives up a lot of boards, a lot of offensive rebounds. So that's going to be the biggest struggle for him coming up. He did take a charge on Brandon Miller where he he got dunked yeah. on. I thought that was a good play by him. Um, that could have gone either way. So I'm happy they called a charge on that. Uh, and then uh, who else? Gallo. Gallo hasn't been bad, but. You know he can barely move. He's slow as a snail. So defensively, he, he's really going to get he's going to get cooked against other bigs, kind of like yeah. he did tonight. And uh, Kispert, he had a rough shooting night tonight, but the first game he was fine. Just tonight, yeah, he he struggled tonight. Three for three for fourteen from the field, two for ten from the three point line. But I think he'll bounce back. I think he'll be fine. Yes, and Bilal has looked pretty darn good so far. He has. He's been impressive defensively. Yes, he has, especially. I mean, we already know what he can do defensively, but offensively, he may not be that far behind. He just needs playing time, man. He looks starting to look good. Uh, Desan said two things. Blau is the future of this team, and Gavitt is not a starting caliber center. Gets bullied by above-average bigs and can't rebound at all. I'll say this, man. You know, when you have Terry Rozier going in there getting rebounds on you, man, come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. He's got to step his game up because, look, his contract is is nice enough to where he could be moved. I mean, like, and this comes back to the same point, is that everybody's fighting for a piece of this team going forward long term. Nobody's made it yet. You know, he's got to step up. He's, he's put in the starting position. He's got to show up, man. Um, and if you see any comments, man, just go, go ahead and uh... – um, Desan says Bilal is the future. Yeah, okay, Gaffer. Uh, yeah, we, we basically have said this throughout the whole stream. I mean, is he is he really a starting caliber center? Yeah. It's debatable if he is or not. On a, on a playoff team, probably not, to be honest. Gets bullied by above uh, average bigs. Uh, I, I, I say physicality. I'm not going to say bullied, but I think he, uh, you know, sometimes when, when bigs are more physical than him or stronger than him, he, he can struggle a little bit. So um, I, I don't really disagree with much of, of what uh, of what that, that comment was. No, not at all. Um, and, uh, but I am a big fan of Gaff. I love I love the way he plays. I do. Oh, I, love, I, I think he plays hard. Rim. I think he's a great rim runner, but it's hard to disagree with that statement. I'm a big fan of the landlord, man. I'm a big fan. I've, I've said this mm-hmm. in num- numerous times. I've been a big fan of him. But it's just being a starter is different, man. You know, you got to, you know, being a starter, you have the paint is your area. You got to shut that down, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And if you want a long term piece of this organization, man, you got to be consistent as far as because, like I said, you go against some of these bigger <laughs> centers, man, it ain't going to look pretty. Um, Muhammad Worthington said, another year of West not known when to call timeouts, laugh out loud. I will agree when we were down 16 2. That was, you know, and it kind of led to they led all the way till the fourth quarter. So there's times like that that I, I agree that you know you just gotta really stem these these scoring outbreaks that these teams have because look, the Charlotte Hornets, you go against teams like I mean Milwaukee, they're not that's a loss if you're down by a certain amount because you got to stem. So I agree to a certain degree, but I think that you're gonna see a lot more adjustments by West this year. I think your West is gonna step his game up this year, in my opinion. I hope so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there was one comment here. I'm looking for it. We'll probably do one more in the wrap up. The Envy for Life says, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Hornets are the better team. ESPN Bleacher Report may be right about us 2017 games this year because we don't look good at all. Minus blah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to overreact from a preseason game, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. They don't, I don't think it would be a good thing for them to make the play in because they can fool around and get uh, a lottery spot higher or lower than 12. And if we do that, yeah. we lose our pick. So I don't think they should make the play in at all or even try to make the play in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just look at the roster moves they made. They didn't address the big man spot, so they're going to struggle there. They're going to get they're gonna get cooked in the paint. They're going to get a lot of points in the paint this year for sure. So um, the Hornets are good, man. Miles Bridges didn't play. When Miles Bridges comes back, I'm very high on Miles Bridges. Un- unfortunately, with all the stuff that, that happened off yeah. of the court, the, him being arrested and whatnot, I, I like the Hornets roster. I do. I like. I think Brandon Miller can be good for them. LaMelo Ball is darn good. I think he's an all-star. Terry Rozier, he's a Wizards killer. I think he's a darn good player. Mark Williams is going to be a good big. And um, P.J. Washington is good, too. So they, they got a good roster. I think they Gordon Hayward, if he ever plays, I think he's pretty good, too. They just made the play-in not too long ago. So at this point, and they, they are the better team. And they, they kind of they should be the better team because they're trying yeah. to build around LaMelo. And they, they believe that he they just paid him a max contract. They just paid P.J. Washington. So they're they're paying they're 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 starting to really pay a lot of guys, yeah. So they they should be a little bit further ahead because we just gutted our roster basically. So I'm not surprised. But uh, 17 games. If they play like this, then yes, it will be yeah. 17 games. If they look yeah. like this, <laughs> it will be. It might be 15. It might be 15. Yeah, look like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna shout out some comments real quick because everybody's showing some love for the the lack of beer tonight. Uh-huh. Um. Guru Strong said, Brandon looked like the light-skinned dude on the Gilbert Arena show now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then he turned around and said, he got the American dad chin. Okay. Yeah. I admit I got that German chin, man. That thing is poking out there. Um, And there was one more comment, man. Um, Let me go through here. It talks about the plan. Um, And I can't find it, but somebody mentioned the plan. Somebody mentioned the plan. Do they they have a cat as their profile picture? Ah, uh, let me see. Maybe, but I think the comment was this man was um stressing the plan is more of a Ted Leonsis middle. Here's my thing, man. Um uh. I think that if a team who is year one of a rebuild is challenging for a playing spot, that tells you that the progress of a rebuild is gonna be shorter than you imagine. I, I kind of look at things to half, you know, glass half full, half empty type deal. I mean, if this team right now is one year in a rebuild, right? If we're looking at aspirations for a plan, that should be definitely be the goal because you don't want you don't want to rebuild to be forever. I mean, you want you want to set your goals high, and that, that that's my kind of my response to that is that yeah, this team is yeah, we're probably gonna be around 20, 25, mm-hmm. looking like the night fifteen. But you know, but the thing is, always throw that goal out there, man. You know, playing should definitely be the goal because year one, year two of a rebuild, your challenge for a plan, then that's when you start looking at the progress of young guys. What pieces can we bring in and go from there? But, you know, we don't want this rebuild to be five-plus years. You know, so <laughs> Joe Pesci, I saw that. <laughs> What's Joe Pesci doing on the show? Oh, shout out to Red Wings. <laughs> Joe Pesci, okay. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't see them making the play-in. Yeah, we'll see what they do in the in-season tournament because they got to play the Hornets in the in-season tournament as well. They're on our yeah. uh, pool or our our group, so we'll see how how that looks during the regular season. We struggled against the Hornets last year, even with the uh, quote unquote big three with Porzingis and uh, Brad and and uh, Kuz. They lost to the Hornets too. That was the game where Brad drove it off his foot, and the Hornets were controlling that game too. They were they were winning the game for the majority for basically the, they ended up winning the game anyway. But they they were beating us by at least ten for the majority of the game. Uh, but yeah, as far as the plan, yeah, I, I don't want to see us make the plan this year, especially if we if if we put in, if we're in jeopardy of losing that pick, this this uh, this dra- this season is a failure because we we didn't even get a first round pick from Brad, we didn't get a first from trading Brad, we didn't get a first round pick from trading Porzingis, and the only first round pick we got was the twenty thirty protected pick, and if the Warriors finish top twenty, which they most likely still will seven years from now, Steph Curry still could be playing seven years from now because that's just how. Uh, good, I think he is, and I think he's going to play for a very long time. Still, uh, they they still definitely could be a playoff team, and we we most likely won't even see that first round pick. Yeah, I agree, I agree, but it, it, I think we're definitely hitting in the right direction, man. I mean, Bilal, I mean, he may not be an offensive project as much as you think because two from three from three, and I mean, his offensive game is coming along. You know, obviously he just needs playing time, so you know, I I'm very impressed with him, but. You know, going back to that center position, Lord, I mean, we need we need some depth, man. We need some depth at center because Gallo ain't it. <laughs> he ain't it, man. Uh, oh, wait, I got a comment here, man. Alexander, uh, I didn't mean to switch it, man. This man called me Peter Griffin. Come on, man. I ain't looking like no Peter Griffin. Come on, y'all. Oh. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and the last thing about Jordan Poole, Janelli, 1810, said uh, Jordan Poole's going to make us sad for many nights and surprises. Surprises us and others, that's going to yeah. be the season. Yeah, that's how he was with the Warriors. Uh, this time, he's going to get more shots and uh, not have to share shots with Staff and Clay and uh, Andrew Wiggins and other guys on the roster. You know, it's, it's going to be him and, uh, and and really Kuz for the most part. But, yeah, there, there, there's going to be some stinkers in there. He's not going to go off for 30 or 40 every night. There's going to be some games where he's like 3 for 18 like he was tonight. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing is that, you know, the shots aren't always going to drop just contribute in other ways. You know, with his play style, he's still going to entertain a lot of attention from defenses. Same thing with Kuz. You know, Tyus, to me, is a big – I'm looking at him to really contribute in other ways because when his shots – and we're not really looking at him to be maybe a – I don't know if we're looking at him as a third score. And perhaps not, you're probably looking at Bilal Denny as a third score behind Kuz and Poole, but he's got to get his assists up there, man. You know, two assists – I don't like that. You know, you definitely got to distribute. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple a couple people agree with you about Kai Jones. Um, I I just can't take that risk right now. I do think he needs some some mental health, some some mental help with better help right now. I really do, <laughs> and I think if an organization is going to take on uh, Kai Jones, I think they need to get him the mental help that he needs and have really really good system around him to help him and i think i think he's still really talented and can help a team i just once again like i said before telly is just he, he's just not taking any risks on players right now and uh the the hornets they cut ties with him and they just drafted him. he was a first round pick 
So I mean, if it was up to me, I, I still wouldn't take a chance. But I I do want to see him play again. I think he I think he can be a, a decent backup big in this league for sure. I really do. But he just he just needs the help. He needs a lot of a lot of mental help right now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You you hate to mm-hmm. see any young man go through that. He definitely needs help. Um, it's just I, I'm kind of on the other side, man. I think that we we try to give him the help. You know, he's got too much talent. You know, we need depth. Get him some help. Give him some playing time. You know, I want to help the guy out. I, I really, I want to see him prosper. You know, is you know, mental health is nothing to really joke about. And you know, he definitely needs help. But you know, just get him the help because we it's a win win. You know, we get him right, and we got a guy who, quite frankly, he's got a lot of talent. So you know, I, I understand both sides. I really do. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, we got to do something, man. Because look, <laughs> <laughs> no, what I will say, Kai Jones is pretty lean and small too. He's actually skinnier than he's he's uh, smaller than Gafford. Yeah, so he he may get pushed around a little bit too. He needs to get in the weight room, but the talent is there, athleticism is there, for sure. But uh, this this draft, I think they they got to target a big. I see some people talking about Cooper Flag. I got to see which class. I know he reclassified. I know he's not with this class. Yeah, but uh, the year after is somebody we're gonna have to certainly target because we just need more. We don't have any bigs at all. Uh, last comment, Daryl Haiti says, "Come on, Ed, give me a, a ten day contract or something. We had to rebuild. Nothing <laughs> wrong rebuild with the bad part." He says nine for forty. Oh, that. Oh no, that's it. Yeah, the three point shooting was abysmal tonight. But we'll see how these guys bounce back. Brandon, you got anything else or any comments you want to read? I guess anything uh, we left out, we'll we'll try to. There's a lot of comments in there tonight, so we'll try to you know bring that up next week for sure. No, absolutely. Um, Fridays we'll try to do uh, mailbag episodes. So definitely shoot us all your best questions, man. A lot of good questions tonight. Definitely appreciate y'all. I mean, right now we have 85 people in, in chat, man. So definitely appreciate you guys chopping up with us after the game. But nah, man. I'm good to go, so we can go ahead and roll out. Um, again, appreciate you guys. The Washington Wizards, 2-0 in the preseason. Really ugly win, but look, showed a lot of heart tonight. So, look, we're looking forward. We got two more preseason games, and then, look, going towards the end of the month, the regular season starts. So, look, it's gearing up. Next season is going to, it's going to be something else, man. You know, 25 wins, 20 wins, 15 wins. We'll see. But we all can agree that it's going to be fun to watch. So, Appreciate you guys, and hail to the Wizards, and peace. See you guys later. See you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.